Good morning, good morning, happy new year, everybody. Welcome back to Full Court Press, the first episode of 2023. Oh man, it, it feels good to say that. It feels good to say that. How are you, Sean? How's happy new year? Happy holidays? How are you? I mean, it's always uh, it's always great to be able to see another year, right? Regardless, Look, amen. Of amen. Weren't able to see it, so um, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm I'm looking forward to to all the exciting things that's that's coming, um, 2023. Hopefully, too, for y'all will will be on camera soon, so y'all be able to see our mugs. Oh um, God, that too. So you can see my look of incredulousness when when y'all try to bash my Celtics, but um, <laughs> but yeah, we're just gonna dive into it, y'all. We're just gonna get into it because this has been a very exciting, exciting week for the NBA. Uh, first of all, we're going to give a shout out to, <laughs> we talked about this actually before we pressed record, but we're going to give a shout out to Donovan Mitchell Spider for dropping 71 in a double overtime versus the Bulls, despite the last two minute report basically saying that <laughs> there should have never been a single overtime, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Regardless, the game was still played and Spider not only scored 71, but also had 11 assists. He was responsible for 99 of the 145 points, I believe. Yeah. The only person to do more than that, of course, is the iconic Wilk Chamberlain, who scored 100 by himself. Again, Mitchell accounted for 99. He did have 71 points, 11 assists. Those 11 assists translated into 28 points for uh, for the uh, Cavs. It was in the double overtime win. Versus the Chicago Bulls, Sean, what are what are your thoughts on that performance? On on Donovan's Mitchell's yes, non-performance. Well, you know, again, the uh, the league in their last two minute report, it it, uh, it it really is something. It really is something. Um, no, man. I mean, either way, you know, I know Chicago fans obviously are not too happy about it, but either way, man, that 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 was a big big. He gets short up big. I just look at it like that because at the end of the day, you can complain about the reports, but I look at like what the Bulls are up by, like what nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. something ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they let the Cavs come back and literally just see Donovan Mitchell take over and never made adjustments. Now I get it; the Bulls' defense is not the greatest. I definitely understand that, but my goodness, <laughs> like what he was doing, and and it seemed like. They just I don't I don't know. I understand being in the zone, but to me it's one of those things I'm not gonna make an excuse for the referees when the bulls should have just I look at it like like it's not like Booker, right? Hell no, it's nothing like Booker. Mm-mm. It's not like Booker who scored what seventy points and got smacked by the Celtics, by your Celtics. Yeah, we put up right? like, like I think it was like hundred and forty auto, but yeah, cool. He scored something. So they made sure, like, hey, you get yours, but literally we're not going to let anyone else get off. Like, Donovan Mitchell was still getting his teammates involved, still doing everything else. So even though he was scoring, like, with 71 points, it's not like he was being selfish or it's not like he wasn't crashing the boards. You know what I mean? So, 11 assists to go with it. That's, that's And that's the crazy part. And even Donovan Mitchell said credit to him. He said, man, you know, I'm I'm humbled to be in, in in that company, you know, with those that, that scored 70 or more. He's like, but the thing I'm most excited about is the win, right? Like, that's the key. Just like with Kobe, like, what makes Kobe's 
81 so special is they won the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They won the game and they needed it. Now the game was a little bit closer, um, but still with Donovan Mitchell, they were they. It was similar. I look at like similar to the like I said years back with Celtics and Booker. Like the Celtics said, hey, you're gonna go off, but guess what? It's not gonna mean anything because you got <laughs> absolutely nothing. Like you're going to get smacked, and that's what's so crazy to me is like the Bulls wasn't able to literally just stop one guy when they had a huge cushion. So you know, I, I mean, it was impressive. Shout out to to Donovan Mitchell, um, because it's something that uh even LeBron never did, right? So, you know that that's that's a pretty amazing thing right there. So, I mean, yeah. What what was your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, it was impressive. Uh, again, despite the last two minute report, it's still impressive. They, especially since lately, you know, we had Luca drop sixty, but he also crashed more twenty times, and he actually did get ten plus assists. You know, he got the triple double. And just watching how he did that versus the Knicks, you're like, shit, the stars are showing out. Rightfully so, because Spider yeah, is a yeah. star, and he showed out yeah. as he should, but he did it in a team effort. Again, the last he, minute report, basically. Happy, yeah, honestly, it's crazy, you know? We look at, <laughs> Dan, look, I don't care what anybody, what anybody's thoughts about Danny Ainge are, but Danny Ainge just, just be making the best of moves, apparently, because he, he has Donovan Mitchell elsewhere, and Donovan Mitchell is thriving. You know, we've always known he was a scorer and whatnot. Cool. Yeah. But now he's on a better constructed team, a more cohesive team, a team he likes to play with. I mean, what I thought was so dope about the performance was Kevin Love taking the Twitter and saying, like, yo, these are my top five, like, Cavs moments. And he mm. included Donovan Mitchell's in his top, like, top five. Of course, yeah, he included yeah. Kyrie and LeBron. And the last one was himself dropping 34 in one quarter versus Portland, uh, uh, however so long ago that was. That was yeah. dope because yeah. we're not seeing that from the Jazz when he was on the Jazz. We're not seeing that sense of camaraderie. It, it was very clear that Donovan just wasn't happy in Utah. He just didn't yeah, love it as I mean, said it too, right? Like he, he at times would get like pulled over and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, he was in Utah. Not, not to be disrespectful to Utah, but let's be no, honest. No, all disrespect. All disrespect. Not like it's. <laughs> it's not like it's uh thriving with with the black community out there. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a little bit different. So, you know, you could definitely tell though just by his play. Just even like I said, he's he's really bought in on defense. Like yeah. maybe it was the go bear for granted, or maybe he gets in like I don't know. But either way. Like, Donovan is bringing it on both ends. So, you know, shout out to, to him and what the Cavs are doing. And the Cavs are really – they're looking like a, a real a real threat out here. Like I said, top four. Mm-hmm. Now with Atlanta, you know, I'm not yeah. – I'm not looking too good with Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's not looking too good. But with the Cavs, top four, you know, top four, like I said, you know, I always predict this. You know what I mean? I'm always right. Just kidding. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, honestly. And so another, you know, we mentioned Luca and his triple double, you know, just to, again, that was a pretty dope performance. Spider yeah. dropped 71, but not to be outdone, Giannis Atatokounmpo has dropped 55. That is his career high. And it yeah. was it was funny because uh as you shared in the SSA uh, Facebook group earlier today, his wife was like, yo, they don't even post you on House of Highlights no more. 
<laughs> you're, you know, you're not doing, you're not dunking no money. But look, my my legs are out. My legs aren't what they used to be, basically. Um, you know, I gave him that windmill. They should be happy with that. But he did <laughs> drop 55 versus the Wizards, breaking their current winning streak that they were on. I think it was like five or six games at the time, um, if not yeah. more. And so, look, not to be outdone, right? He's top five in scoring. You know, they have been struggling until recently. The last three games, he's averaged damn near 50 points per game, to be honest. Um, yeah, he's been consistent. Uh, shout out to Giannis for just yeah. at the end of the day, but he's it feels like he's been around for a while because of, he won the title so so early in his career. But he's still like what twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, he's still young. He's, he's still, still young. he's still young. It's just like yo, you know, congratulations. You no one ever thought that you didn't have it. He just continues yeah. to get better every uh, every season as every season goes on. And yeah, dope yeah. and shout out to Giannis too because he was like you know you see some highlights you see him dunk it but he was making a couple jumpers too mm-hmm. you know he was for sure the critique that most people have for him yes but he was for sure and, and poor Porzingis but he was for sure just <laughs> destroying that man I mean to be honest though no no there's really no four or five that can stop Hell Giannis no. anyways so. But it, I just felt bad because I, I was because I was able to watch that game and the Bucks just kept putting Porzingis in action versus Giannis on the switch and every time Giannis was just destroying that man. So um, man, like it, it was it was yeah it it was bad for Porzingis. I felt bad watching it. The but, freak versus the unicorn, and we also had that work. And out. we saw what happened. Um, but also not to because. Again, the 55 points was was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. He did his thing. But I want to give a shout-out, too, real quick, too, for those that haven't paid attention, um, I'm sure Buck fans have, is Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Right? Brooke Lopez has been so good for the Bucks, mm-hmm. Like, so, so good. Um, His timing on, on protecting the rim, mm-hmm. his, 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 man, like, the communication, like he anchors that defense. I know we we think of, of uh, Giannis, but honestly, Brooke Lopez has been really good for them. So I'm actually curious what happens to their defense. What does their defense look like if Brooke Lopez gets in foul trouble? If he has to be out for extended amount, I'm kind of curious because I didn't realize how good he has been for them. I was just watching, like, wow, he does a lot of stuff that gets looked past. Yeah, he does. I mean. Want to give a shout out to him because he definitely, definitely makes a, a huge difference for them defensively. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, just look, Brooke Lopez has been has led my has helped lead my fantasy team to a ten and one. Oh, record. oh, so you know then? You yeah, know. no, I, I I drafted him uh within oh, the first oh, uh shoot, I have to look back. It might have been around round five, around six, and he's been. I've had no reason to drop him ever. He's been so consistent. It's been surprising. Even yeah. even uh, fantasy analysts have been waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it just hasn't dropped. He's been so solid for him, and and that's the thing. We've always we've always felt this way about Brooke though over the last few seasons, just watching the Bucks compete. But it's again, it's crazy that this is not this is him outside his prime, relatively. You know, yeah. when he was in Brooklyn, well, in New Jersey, uh, he was. You know, he was the talent that he was, and it was expected, cool. But then he left, 
And it was just like, all right, well, he's never going to be that guy. Well, he's that guy in the sense of he just gives you he just gives you consistency. He yeah. developed a three point game and is he's relatively consistent from three. He can hit you from the perimeter. He's solid defensively. He can he can bang with the best of them. You know, he can yeah. he'll throw his body up there. And he's just he's become a more intellectual player on the court, you know. In my opinion, in terms of he knows, yeah, he knows when to move. He knows when to rotate. He he just knows how to play smart basketball to help this team. And it's yeah. been such a boon for uh, Giannis, even when Middleton has been down. Like, of course, this team is so much better with Middleton. They become yeah. fully complete. But, man, now you start to realize that if it was Giannis, no Middleton, no Brooke Lopez. Lord, what are the Bucks looking like? <laughs> really, what are they looking like? Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing too. That's why I wanted to give Brooke Lopez some love because I know this is the Bucks. No one talks about it, but his presence. And you know, I'm always giving giving props to my boy Zubac. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as well. But I'm looking at him. I'm looking what he's doing. You know, drop coverage, helping on on the weak side. Like he's just doing all the little things. And I didn't realize it to that extent mm-hmm. until I watched it last night, um, which, you know, that was just me really just analyzing. Because, of course, it would have been easy for me to be like, oh, man, look, uh, Giannis scoring 55. Yeah. But, like, and, well, I mean, Brooke Lopez had a good game, too. He was, what, 21 for 12 and only missed three shots. Yeah. But yeah. it's crazy. Like, oh, shoot, I didn't, I'm just looking right now. So that tells me right there he has six blocks. That is yeah. ridiculous. He gave me 73 fantasy points. <laughs> I was like, what did he do? He only dropped like 21 points. He was 10 of 13 from the field. He only yeah. made one three. I think he grabbed yeah. like 12 boards, but the six blocks, I'm just like, yo, look, Brooke Lopez, keep eating because I'm going to Yeah. No, nah, it, it, <laughs> he, he's been doing his thing. So, yeah, I, I know that was a little sidetrack from, from the Giannis praise, but I just wanted to give a, oh, a shout course, out to him. Of course. I mean, even even Giannis would give uh, praise to Brook Lopez and whatnot. So congratulations no. to Giannis and the Bucks. Um, again, they just we're in an era where <laughs> people will will score. The stars will show you why they're stars. Ultimately, that's, that's true. Yeah, I mean that. Matter of fact, because you just made me think of something. You you talking about scoring and. I think I saw someone score a gang of points. It was like 150, though. That's ridiculous. That this is your segue to. Remember? All right, let's get into it. Um, you remember that game or what he is uh, rudely, rudely uh, alluding to is yesterday. Look, look, look. I went on Twitter, saw it was 68 to 48 in the second quarter. I said, "Look, I'm playing Mario Kart with my friends. I will not be bothered with this today." <laughs> If we come back, dope. Look, the way they're, they've been playing lately, if they want to get smacked, and at that time, I didn't even know that SGA wasn't playing. I was like, if they want to get smacked, they're going to get smacked, and then we're going to deal with the repercussions following. So let's talk about it. At the time of this recording, mm-hmm. it is following the uh, abysmal showing by the uh, Boston Celtics, letting the Thunder score without SGA score 150 on them. I don't remember what the final score was. It was like 150 to like 20, something like that. Um, And it was just embarrassing. So here's what I have to say about the Celtics getting smacked. One, look, 
if this is if this is what they want to play, if this is how they want to go out, then that's on them. <laughs> so be it. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna kill me nothing. I'ma still live my life. I'ma still <laughs> I'ma still get my girls cheeks. You know I'm I'm you know I'm just doing all that's that. What doing. That's, that's what we're doing. That's that's what we're doing. That's that's I'm just gonna say that right. Okay. But here's here's the other thing. So many people are now saying Joe Missoula needs to be fired. Joe Missoula needs to be fired. And and me as a, I like to consider myself a reasonable, sensible, you know, Celtics fan. You know, who's not extremely biased one way or the other. It was around this time last year we were people were saying the same thing about Ime. Celtics were the eleven seed. Everybody was like, oh, fire Ime. Ime's not ready for the head coach. And what happened? The Celtics went to the finals. Now, Ime as a person may have jeopardized, but as Ime as a coach, look what he did. People wanted him fired. I said, look, you got to give him the same grace and patience that I would want to give anybody in their first year of coaching. All right. We are here on, it is January 4th. We're on January 4th. People mm-hmm. want Joe Mazzulla to be fired. And here's my sentiment. I'm going to give him the same grace and patience I gave Ime Udoka. He already started off the Celtics off to a way better start record-wise, offensive-wise, than Ime did. And just because... <laughs> and it's not like... It, it feels so much uh, worse because we just lost our, our uh, 12th or 13th game. We're in January, and to lose only 12, 13 games, cool. But in our last 16 games, we're 8-8. Eight and eight. It seems so much worse just because we went, we started off so hot, because we started off so dominant. That people are like, oh, my goodness, the Celtics, oh, what is happening? The Bucks are 8-9 and nine in their, uh, are 8-7, and seven, you know, in their last, in their last however many games. No one is is saying that the Bucks aren't aren't contenders. Well, but to be fair, okay, you guys, like you say, you started eighteen and four, and then December first, since December first, y'all been eight and eight, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think the concern for some people, not saying he should be fired, coach, but the concern is you guys look like a juggernaut. You guys is hot, um. You guys have been, for the most part, pretty healthy compared to other teams, right? You played an injured OKC young team that probably wants to tank, um, and you gave up 150. That is mm-hmm. the second most points that the Celtics has gave up in their history. Mm-hmm. Think about how long Boston has been around. And if you watch the, the game, it makes sense. It makes sense why we gave 150. Them boys was not, was did not care. They they just did not care. There was little effort. It was as if they just said, "Hey, we're here, and whatever happens, happens." I'm so not going to put that on. Me. I'm I'm not going to put that solely on the coach because how often how often do we blame the coach when it's just like, "Yo, the players have to step up." The players have to step up. If are you telling me that the coach is the reason why they gave 150? These boys had no pride. <laughs> like, they legit. You mean to tell me the Celtics, who are fresh off of a finals appearance, are not to be, the, the players themselves are not to be held accountable for giving up 150? Are they not out on the court? 
So I'm not about to be like Joe Mazzulla. It's your fault. Is your lack of timeouts. Because actually, if you look at some of the timeouts he called, what did the Celtics do? Turn over the ball. Yeah. I have to I have to I have to put blame on Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and all the other guys. Like, yo, what are you guys doing? Is this is this what you guys want to be? Because when we were winning, everything was cool. Yeah, yeah. Every, every nobody had questions. Ain't nobody was making big deals about nothing. We was talking about the best duo in the league, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Two yeah. dudes averaging over 30. Like we was like, oh, they cooking. Okay, they they give up on their fifty points. Oh no, nah, I gotta blame the coach. What? <laughs> when did we? It, it's isn't that what Eme was preaching last year? Like, nah, it's it's on you. <laughs> I'm gonna hold y'all accountable. So is the issue that y'all miss Eme? Y'all just y'all all of a sudden because mind you, again when Eme was doing that, people were like, oh, that's man, he shouldn't be doing that. That's very that's very rude. Like, how you gonna handle the your your talent like this just being there was reports saying that ugh, I don't know how if Ime should have responded like that and again people wanted Ime fired. Now you have yeah. Joe Mazzula who takes a completely different ap- approach to how he coaches. He's not Ime. If you were expecting an Ime clone, I I mean, are you daft? Are you hello? <laughs> not everybody is like at this point. I should start expecting every coach to be like Pop. That is not what happens. Okay. Joe Mazzulla coaches a different way, but at the end of the day, his goal his goal is the same. It's on you. You have to hold yourselves accountable. He's not going to be blatantly out there calling him out like Ime did, but his whole philosophy has been, it's on you guys. How are you going to respond? And again, when we were winning games, it was all fine and dandy. Now the Celtics are getting lazy, lackadaisical, and everybody's, I'm not, man, get that Joe Mazzulla fired. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> if y'all going to give Tatum, Brown, and all of them a pass, look, look, at this point, the Celtics won't amount to anything. Yeah. Celtics won't amount to anything. If, if we're really just going to blame the coach constantly when it's up, who is out there on the court? Play, who is out there shooting? Who is out there defending? It's not the coach. The coach can only do so much. Well, I'll I'll say this for the for your fan base, some of those racist people. Um, there's no need to be concerned too much. Like if if I had to say like, okay, where am I at with it when it comes to, you know, how concerned am I? I would say it's low. I the only reason why it's not very low to none is just because of the fact that they are healthy and they did give up. It's not because it happens, right? It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a random day. It's a long season. You just don't feel like playing. Like that happens. I think the only tiny bit, like again, very little concern that I do have with that game is just they gave up a hundred and fifty points, and they should be ashamed. They that that's literally it. That's because blowouts happen. Like that that's that happens all the time. Um, it means nothing, but. Just the hundred and fifty, like a hundred and fifty, y'all. Like really, like really. Y- y'all gave it up to what Giddy? <laughs> That's what y'all doing. So but even you know. then, I don't take. I don't. It's just yes, it's one hundred and fifty. But didn't the you know? Aren't we now seeing the trend towards a hundred twenty plus games nowadays? You know, at so, it was it was bound to happen. Does it suck that it happened against the Celtics? Absolutely, but it was bound to happen. That's the trend. 
this won't be the last 150 point game we see in the next two seasons. I guarantee it. I would I would put my life on it. I would put my Don't life put your life on it, please. Let's, let's All right, I won't do that, but I I I would I would put money on it that this won't be the last 150 point. Well, Boston is is elite. Right, supposed to be elite. They're supposed to be elite, but yesterday they said F the whole elite tag. And again, I'm going to put that on the players. Why why did you <laughs> do you have pride? And Joe Mazzulla said it. Um, so after the game, Joe Mazzulla said this. This may not be the most popular thing to say, but you've got to go through some shit if you want to get to where we want to get to, whether it's good or bad. So we have to go through it, and we'll be judged by how we handle it. Absolutely. If the Celtics actually have some pride, and they want to go back to the finals and actually win it, when when it's all said and done, if the Celtics were to win this year's finals, are we still gonna bring up the hundred fifty point game and and clown them for that? Honestly, are we are we really going to bring that up? No, no, of course not. So look, it it, it depends on how they want to respond. If they want to just play this style of basketball where they can be inconsistent and lazy, then that's how they will be judged by the end of this season. And then I, what my thoughts about Joe Mazzulla may be different. It depends. We'll see. But um, look, play the next game. How you go? What are you gonna do? Are you going to make up for it, or are you just gonna keep being lazy? Let me know how the season, the rest of the time. I'm look. I'm just saying, the Bucks. You know, Giannis doing his thing. He's been balling. The Nets is looking pretty good. Cavs is looking good. You know, I don't know. Is there a little slippage in in Boston? That's that's all. You know? And even if there is a little slippage. Is that is that the end of the world for the for the seeds? Again, they went from eleventh to third and went all the way to the finals. If they went is from it, first it, to fourth and go all the way to the finals, does it matter? Does this does do these versions the versions of of Brooklyn that we see right now? Does that make you nervous? No. Let's be honest, your bar's not here. You could be safe. Absolutely safe. not. I'm not concerned right now. Not nervous. Not a They nervous. are doing their thing. They are cooking. And again, I have I have ulterior uh motives for why I'm happy that KD and them are cooking. Shout out to my But friend, I'm saying in the seven game that, series. In the seven game do series. Do you feel confident? Do I feel confident that the Seas can beat the Nets in a seven game yes. series? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Because yeah, this team this team has shown me what they look like when they want to click. And when they want to click, they can hang with the best. Look, even last year, we were surprised that we swept them. At the end of the day, I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what anybody says, even what their opinions of the Nets were. They did not expect to get swept. <laughs> they were not expecting. No sensible Nets fan was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to get swept. They were not going to be like, damn, wow, you know what? I totally expected that. No, they were also surprised, and yet it happened. So I know what the Celtics can give me when they want to click, and if they want to click, the Celtics can beat the best of them. I'm just saying, y'all get 150, the uh-huh. Nets might get 170. That's, that's all. And yet they haven't done it yet this season. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> and if they want to do that, then that's the Celtics that the, that they want to show. They don't they don't want to defend. They don't want to do what they were capable of. They just got off. They they excuse my my you know they they hit their peak in the first twenty games apparently, and then that was it. They were good for the first twenty games of the season. And if that's the Celtics we have, then okay, that's the Celtics we have. But 
look, <laughs> they, 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 we got plenty of season left. Show me what who you are. Show me what you can do. Because again, I when they click, I fully believe they can beat anyone. Will I say that they'll sweep the Nets again? Hell no. Because <laughs> I didn't even have us sweeping the Nets last season. But I will say, I will say that if they're clicking, I can see us going complete seven. It'll be an exciting series because at the end of the day, it's KD and Kyrie. But I will have the Celtics winning in seven. Okay. Now, if the Celtics don't want to play like we, like we as fans know they can play, mm-hmm. shit, they might get swept. And if mm-hmm. they do, that's what they deserve because then, look, <laughs> where's your pride? As as not only as a as a man, where's your pride as a, as a basketball player? You threw it out the window. All right, that's on you. I'm gonna continue living my life. I'm gonna continue rooting for the team. I'm gonna stand beside them. But my okay, life enough, carries on. Enough about your trash. So, I mean, oh your, okay, your... all right. This is, look, 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 look. Y'all haven't been blessed with, look, with health in how long? Please, God don't look, like ugly. That's, that's why I'm not talking about. <laughs> I want to hear you talking about my squad, and that, that's fine. I'm just talking about you giving up 150. We give up 150 to a team without SGA, who is a top five leading scorer in the league right now. He's a top five leading scorer right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's this, actually right this... above Tatum. He's fourth. Wow, what? Yeah. The... All right. So all, what, five, what, what... all five leaders are scoring over 30. It is Luca at 34.3, Joel at 33.5, Giannis 32.8, SGA 30.8, Tatum 30.8, and Kevin Durant is at 29.6. He's six. Yeah. Well, since Christmas, Luke is averaging 43 points, Mm -hmm. 12 rebounds, 9 assists. Giannis, 42 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, Joker's averaging 29 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. LeBron, 36 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. And B, 35, 10, and 4. Mm -hmm. That that this is getting out of hand, don't you think? Don't you think this is getting a little ridiculous? And here's the crazy thing too: on the season, both all Luca, Joel, and Giannis are shooting over fifty percent. Wow. AD <laughs> is right outside the the top five at twenty nine point six, and he's shooting better than all of them at fifty six percent. That's crazy. How how do you so as a as a coach like how do you defend that? I don't. I don't think there's really no any defending it. I, this is just the nature of the game. The stars are being stars. The stars are just showing you that they can't be beat. So you don't think there's nothing anyone can like? There's no defensive scheme. There's there's nothing we can can do. There's no player out there you could be like, hey, get him, lock him down. Then that does that exist anymore? Like. I know we I have so. my, my, the boy that I that I that I love. I can't think of his first name right now. Uh, Mitchell mm-hmm. from uh, the Kings. Young. Dave Young. What's his first? Dave Young. Yes. Oh my gosh, he's like Patrick Beverly on steroids. Mm-hmm. The when when Patrick Beverly was at his prime. Not now. I know. Yeah, not shooting twenty two percent. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Beverly looks. Yeah, he's he's trash now. But Mitchell. Oh my God. There's this one play when they played Utah. I I I, sh- I need to show you the clip, babe. Eh? But he literally on one possession. Oh, I watched it. Yeah, he, he was all over oh the field. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Like he, uh, the way he plays defense is so rare too, because he's so disciplined, so so disciplined. Mm-hmm. But I bring him up to say, 
is it possible to play defense like that anymore? Is it possible to have a player or have players really play like that, buy in like that to to be able to play that type of elite defense? Because I don't think it's from the the lack of trying from players, right? I think they, they do try, um, but it is difficult now because you can't touch anyone. So you have to be so disciplined. You have to be so laterally quick. Um, do you think that it's possible for us to have more Mitchells of the world, basically? No, because it doesn't get you the it doesn't get you the endorsements. It doesn't get you the fame. It doesn't get you oh. the attention. True. Wow, that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> like Davion Mitchell Not can can play like that, but at the end of the day, is it gonna get him a shoe deal? You're right. Is it gonna uh, put we, up in the record? We, we're not gonna see none of those on ESPN. No. Right? We're not gonna see those highlights. Nobody is right? saying like, "Damn, I'm trying to be like Davion Mitchell." Like, man, I should. Davion Mitchell got a signature signature shoe. I'm trying to get the Davion Sevens. No one is. That's not what sells, unfortunately. Yeah. And and at the end of the day, as much as we can love the game, this is a business. Yeah. It, the business needs to make money. What makes money? Flashy things that brings attention. Who does that? People who can score. True. True. People who can drop well, you like, 71 points. People who can get you 60-point triple-doubles. Uh, uh, you have Joker. Who? It was funny because I saw this comment from uh, Dwayne Wilcher on uh, uh, the SSAW Facebook page. He was like, what Joker is doing, Joker's been consistent three years in a row of just being an unstoppable machine offensively. Before, the critique was always, oh, he don't play defense, especially when it comes to him versus DJ. And I'll be the first one to tell you that is the main reason why I would have. It is not the main reason, but it's a strong reason why I had Embiid over Joker, is that Embiid was a better defender. But also my biggest reason was Embiid's footwork is probably the best out of all the current big men. And there's a reason for that. He he learned from the GOAT, Hakeem. (laughs) He learned from the GOAT. So his footwork is elite. There's a reason why I'm a big Embiid fan. But Joker, in a in a day and age where the one of the best teams in the league can give up 150 to a team without their best player. Yeah. In a league where someone can drop a 60-point triple-double. A league where someone can drop 71. Uh, let's not forget Clay dropping 54. That's true. You know, with 10-3. And he barely, barely dribbled. Yeah. Look, <laughs> it's it's all about the points. It's it's all about the points, and you know, we're not going to. I don't see the league saying like, "Yo, let's let's try to." They're not going to say, "Let's try to limit scoring." Let's let's see. Like, are we going to see that 150 becomes the norm? I Lord, I hope not, because then hella records are going to become meaningless because of how much easier it will be to break them. Sure. Will we see? teams like hit that mark again yes ideally it doesn't become common but yes no no I, I agree i think maybe not 150 but you know if you told me 10 15 years from now teams are averaging almost like 130 points i believe it mm-hmm. because that's just what it is with the teams then they're already averaging 120 <laughs> so yeah. like, you know <laughs> so i mean it's one of those things where like that's what the NBA wanted. That's what the they they catered the rules yep. for the offense. So I mean, do again maybe it's just because I'm a hoop junkie. So 
I wish that they scaled it back a little bit to make it, you know, give the defenders a chance. Because I miss, for me, I miss those, the star versus star, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we we want that, right? A lot of times we're like, oh, man, why won't, you know, whoever, I don't oh, know, so, Katie, yeah. yeah, Katie guard Tatum the whole game, right, or whatever the case is. It's like, well, because the way that the rules are now, right, like, he's going to get in foul trouble too too easily. Like, it's not like back in the day, right, where you could be like, oh, hey, Scottie Pippen's going to guard Magic literally the whole game. We don't even need to go that far back because, to be honest, if you remember the uh, the Cavs versus Golden State series, you know, what was one of the things that people kept talking about with Durant? He was taking on LeBron in the final moments when it mattered. Now, was, but course, that wasn't the whole game. Though. It wasn't the whole game, but also, you know, people are like, LeBron didn't return the same favor. True, 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 true. But like, we'll see. We'll see moments like that. We definitely yeah, we'll know. We I don't know. If we'll see entire yeah. games because at the end of the day, in a in a league where first of all the the youth are just so freakishly talented, where a lot more energy is spent on scoring, we won't see people give you forty eight consistent or however many games they play. Let's say they play thirty minutes on average. We won't see teams give you thirty consistent minutes of all elite defense. But ideally, we'll still see teams put in that defensive effort. And if it becomes a, a a dying breed, when we do see it, I know for me as a as a fan of the game and as a fan of good defense, I will appreciate those moments when it's like, damn, that yeah. team really played some solid defense. Like yeah. that was a great defensive performance. And, and I'm not I'm not saying like for there should be a like to the point where the best player is guarding. Um, what's it called? Whoever the star player the whole entire game because you're right that's that's unrealistic especially if they they're carrying the burden of scoring. But mm-hmm. I would like it where like oh you know what the whole fourth quarter I'm about to guard this player right or you know they're actually cooking in the third quarter like oh my gosh you know what I'm gonna just take this the rest of the third quarter I got it. like we don't really see that anymore. It's, it's more stressful. I fell in love with Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. now he can't even do that anymore. Yeah. You know, like. I can't. It's just people. One are, is help to the, the the fouls. <laughs> yeah. So today, guys, I want to talk about um Gigi Jackson. Um, remember before, you know, I talked about Maxwell Lewis. Hopefully, y'all got to check him out. Um, like I said too, now he's starting to get a little buzz after that uh, Gonzaga game. So definitely, definitely check him out from uh Pepperdine. But I want to talk about this young kid. So Gigi Jackson is a six nine forward. Uh, he averages about seven points, seven rebounds from the three, shooting about 34% um, for South Carolina. And so you're like probably thinking, okay, like that's cool, I guess, right? Because he's not shooting that great from the field, I'll be honest. He's shooting like 41%, 41-42%. But the thing that's crazy about him is he's only 17 years old, <laughs> right? So he's supposed to be a senior right now. Um, but he decided to you know, go to college early. And literally he is their best creator and main creator for South Carolina. South Carolina is not that great. They're they're rebuilding their team. They're uh currently seven and seven, I think. But with this kid, his upside is ridiculous and that's why a lot of scouts and things like that are drooling at the chance to basically be able to get this kid, right? So his shot creation upside is is ridiculous because he has handles like a wing, 
right? His athletic ability is off the charts. He's actually pretty great on the post. He's a pretty good athlete. He's actually really good at sealing his defender, too, to, to again, to the ball, to be it again to the paint. The problem is, though, South Carolina is not very good at getting him the ball. So there's plenty of times he's actually open because he's selling his defender, but they won't be able to like utilize him. So I honestly think if he was at a different program, he would he would flourish even more. But in the flip side of that, South Carolina has basically gave him the keys to do whatever he wants um, on the offensive side. And then on the defensive side, he actually shows flashes of being a pretty good defender. Um, he's really good on help defense. Now there is times where he kind of gets lost a bit, but you got to remember too, he's only 17, right? Well, the fact he's only 17, he's still learning. But what I love and, and, and what I see too is his shot is he already has an NBA range three-point shot. Like that's the great thing about it. Like his shot is already um, looking pretty elite, to be honest, at 6'9". So I look at it like if it wasn't for him, going to college early like if, if he went with his actual draft class and went to South Carolina in 2000 and what 2024 class he would be in the conversation for sure to be a top five pick but because he's still wrong because he's still learning and he needs the game reps too like badly right so but because he he's so raw he's still learning um I think he's going to be in the I'll say top top between the top 10 the top 16 range because he needs the game reps like i said the the weakness in this game is his free throws he definitely needs to work on that um shot selection but again he's only 17 so that's that's again that's part of the growth um that comes with it but each game that i've seen him he seems to be getting better and better and putting it together um because they they south carolina asks his ask him to do a lot already um, because he is their best creator. So with that being said, I I suggest he plays what? This Saturday. South Carolina plays this Saturday, Tennessee, which currently Tennessee is at number 18. I don't think South Carolina can beat them, but it's a good chance for you to check him out if you haven't. Now, if you want to wait, because again, game reps, game reps. I can't stress that enough. I would recommend then, if you remember, next month, Right next month, um, they play Arkansas. Arkansas is a really good team, but I feel like Gigi will have enough game reps under his belt to really start even looking more the player that people are thinking he can be. Because he shows that potential, he shows it at times where you're like, oh shoot, okay, I didn't expect that. Um, but they ask him to do a lot, and, and if he gets in the right, I mean, it's all about the right system with all these kids, of course. But if it, it these kids, if the team can be patient, which I'm assuming they would be because he'll be just basically turning 18 by the time the draft comes. So he's still very young. But the upside for him is absolutely massive at 6'9". And, and the things that you just dream that he can maybe do, a lot of people too, I know they like Brandon Miller um, from Alabama. But he can, again, if he reaches his potential, he could be better than Brandon Miller. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. And, yeah, that's that's someone I definitely think you guys should check out. Again, he's raw, but you can see the talent. You can see the potential. And you can see why scouts scouts are, are honestly just excited about his potential. Because at the end of the day, he's 17 years old going against, you know, 19, 20, 22. Shoot, sometimes there's 23, 24-year-olds, right? That's, that's still playing college ball. So the fact that he's been able to hold his own 
already at 17. And he needs to put some weight on, obviously. Um, it's definitely something exciting, and I, I recommend you guys.